What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, I'm going to give you some takeaways that I got from Damon John. Yes, the shark Damon from Shark Tank. He came to our eight-figure event. He spent some time with us, and I'm going to share some of the takeaways that I took from that interview that I did with him at our eight-figure event. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, I'm really pumped up. I just got back from uh, Nevada. I actually went from Las Vegas with Lucy and we went to uh, four days with our uh, eight-figure entrepreneur group. And then I got to go down to Fort Worth and speak at my friend Krista's event for realtors. It was just an amazing week. I was gone for 10 days. I'm incredibly happy to be home with the family. I got to spend a great night last night with uh, Lucy for Valentine's Day. And um, But as I reflect on kind of this week, we had some amazing things happen. I did a podcast last week about uh, the first couple days of our event. And our final day, we had um, Shannon Irvin come in, Dr. Shannon Irvin. She's been on the podcast before. She came in to talk about the brain and some things that we could do to really kind of um, fuse the networks of the brain together to allow us to make better decisions, to um, show up the way that we need to, and to be able to grow our company and, um, and, and change our belief system, frankly. And then we had lunch and I was able to surprise our members with a special guest. So I didn't think that I would be able to keep that secret. So uh, I hired Damon before that and uh, only told just maybe a couple people around the office about it. And it was really amazing to let him have him show up. We showed a reel, like a three minute uh, promo reel for him. And everybody said, so at the end of the promo reel, he was kind of like hiding in the staircase and getting ready to walk down. And we had snuck him in the house. We had set him up and really just kind of kept it a secret. And uh, I said I said to everybody, do you guys want to meet him? And they're like, no way. He's not here. I can hear him yelling. We actually have the reaction. So I can't wait to get that footage. And then he walked down the stairs. They thought he was going to be on Zoom or something like that, probably. And uh, he was there. There were 16 of us. So 16 people in the house. Um, and I got, I got the opportunity to interview him for 45 minutes. And then for another 45 minutes, he took question and answer from everybody that was there. And then we did about 20 to 30 minutes of kind of photos outside. And then, uh, I got to spend some time with him and some of his team members before they took off in, uh, in my, my the house that I was in as he was getting changed and getting ready to, to go back, uh, jump on the plane and leave. So a lot of takeaways that I had from this, but I want to share, I kind of like, uh, jotted down three of them that I think were some of the biggest things that I want to share with you guys. And I hope that's okay with you uh, to grab some takeaways from uh, my interview with Damon John. The cool thing was, is as I've been practicing my interviewing skills for the past few years, I really did, I was really nervous to be perfectly frank. Um, and I don't know why. Um, I was very nervous up front. I mean, I kind of know why. Like he's on TV, Shark. Um, and I've been watching him for like, you know, 10 plus years on the TV show and getting to know him, and I knew his story really, really well. And so when you go up to somebody who you know their story really well, but they don't really know you, and they seem to be a celebrity or somebody like that, for some reason you get nervous. And that was one of my takeaways that I'm going to talk to at the end. But what I'm really proud of myself is that as I was you know, 
sitting in the, in, in the interview process that I had with him is all of the time that I've spent on this podcast interviewing different people, it really paid off. So I feel like I could ask really good questions and I could listen to him and then, and then dig into something. And the first takeaway that I have is one of these areas where I kind of dug into something. He mentioned how he built his company, FUBU, and what was going on at the time in New York, in the town that he was in, in a little uh, town in Queens. And they had this, like, this ecosystem that was happening, this, um, this emergence of hip hop and where he talked about how they could share their stories uh, in, in music. He said um, hip hop was coming out of there and it was something new and, and brand new and it was almost like a technology. And I, I grabbed that word technology and I said, this is really interesting. This, he, he almost talked about it like an emerging technology that he was able to, to jump into and figure out how to, um, how to use that to build a business. And that I see it right. I see it happening all the time right now in entrepreneurs that there's this emerging technology, whether it's, I mean, anywhere from, um, from when I watched the internet start coming out to, um, to online businesses, to, uh, marketing shifts from direct mail to online, to all kinds of things throughout our, uh, our, my time growing up. And as I got, got older, I still remember you know, I grew up in Maryland and Under Armour came out of our area in Maryland and all of my friends were wearing Under Armour stuff before it was big at all. Like nobody even knew what it was. And uh, to be able to get in early on a t- something like that, right? A brand or a technology or something like that. But he talked about, you look at his brand, like that was a brand, right? And that was a, it was a kind of shirt in a kind of um, clothing. And FUBU, if you look at it like that, you don't see the impact that it had on this hip hop as a technology, so really, it was like a bolt-on to that. And so I thought this was fascinating. We dug into it a little bit you know, during the, the questioning that I had with him. And um, my question to him in response to this was, um, right now, we see opportunities everywhere. We see emerging technologies all over the place. Um, I know that there's entrepreneurs out there that are looking at all this technology and trying to figure out how they can monetize it and how they can jump in, and they see an opportunity. I said, what, would you, what kind of advice would you give to those entrepreneurs that are looking for their next thing, maybe their next business idea or a business idea that can bolt onto this technology? And his answer was, was interesting and I thought it was fantastic. It, he said, um, if you go into something thinking that it's just all about money, you're going to make money, it's probably not going to work out for you. He told a story about how this, this emerging technology of hip hop was so, like he was obsessed with it. He wanted to go everywhere. He wanted to be these guys. He wanted to be with them. He wanted to hang out with them. He wanted to go on tour with them. And uh, he actually told a story about how he, he couldn't go on tour. Uh, his mom wouldn't let him go on tour uh, one time. And there was another guy that went instead of him. And his name was Jermaine Dupree. So if you grew up at that time, you know uh, who Jermaine Dupree is. Um, and it's just really cool to hear these stories. So he said that that's all he wanted to do. He was obsessed with it. He said, if you are really passionate about that thing, that emerging technology, whatever it is that's happening, um, you'll find your way and you'll be able to make money. But if you only show up for the money, it's just not going to work out for you. So um, I thought that was really powerful. I remember when I was getting started in my real estate business, it was uh, all about real estate. I I would sleep, eat, breathe, sleep, everything real estate. It was all, all I thought about. I watched TV shows. I, I was looking for properties. I was reading blogs. I was obsessed with real estate. And I found my way there. Like that was the piece that I 
I grabbed onto and I said, there's something here for me. I love it. Like I can't get enough of it. And so if obviously you're listening to this podcast, you're probably saying the same thing. And, um, but now the interesting thing, the interesting transition that happens over time is it becomes, um, it becomes like a tool. It becomes the thing that you, that you, that you're involved in that you do. And so um, to keep that passion is really where you continue to grow, you continue to uh, develop, you continue to innovate when it comes to that. And so what I found recently is that I'm way more passionate about helping other people grow their business and, and, and do more than they think they could ever do than I am about the real estate piece. Like I don't, I, I really would rather spend more time with entrepreneurs. I would rather spend more time with business owners, people that are trying to, to grow with all of you guys out there than in my own business, frankly. I'd rather spend more time with you. So that's the interesting piece is if you follow the passion, that's where you'll find the money. If you follow the money, you probably won't get very far. So that's what I took from, from that question. And I thought it was really powerful. And to think of the way that he looked at it with hip hop as an emerging technology, like he said that term, and it obviously triggered me to think about today, all these emerging technologies that we have that people are trying to just make a ton of money on. They're trying to get in and get out and, and maximize their cash, right? And uh, it's not really building the foundation that they need. So that was the first big takeaway that I had that I thought was really amazing. The second one was when we were talking about, uh, somebody asked, it wasn't me, it was somebody in the, in one of the members, the eight figure entrepreneur members, they asked about, um, about hiring and, and how you work with your team. And there, he had a, um, a guy there named Chauncey who was kind of, I worked with him getting set up and everything like that. He took a look at the, the site and we talked, you know, before showing up and how are we going to get in? How are we going to get out? And I worked with quite a few of his team members. And he said, he pointed him out and he said, you know what? He said, um, like when we're here, Chauncey's my boss. He said, he's my boss. He tells me where to go, when to show up, what to wear, what to do, all this stuff. And he said, he knows more about this stuff than I ever will. And so I listen to him. He works for me, but when we're here, he's my boss. And when we're traveling, he's my boss. He tells me what plane to get on and what to do. And I just let him do what he does really, really well. And I sit back and listen. And he said, I got lots of bosses all around the office. I got people that when, I'm, when I go into, the, into work and into the office, they're my boss. And I don't know everything. And I don't think I know everything and try to pretend and act like I know everything. Everybody around me knows way more than I do about their individual specialty. And I've been working on this for a long time. I want to remove myself and not be the person that everybody looks to when a decision needs to be made or, um, or when like to per- the person who knows the most about marketing and the person who knows the most about sales or knows the most about the membership or knows the most about events and all these things, I want to hire very, very high level people and I want them to be my boss. And so that was a big aha for everybody that was in the room. And I think that we, I think we talk like that, but our actions don't really show that. Like we kind of want to be the boss sometimes. I know that there's times that I pull in, I don't know if it's ego or, or um, I'm afraid to let go or what it, what it is, but there's times where I feel like I want and have to be the boss when I really don't want to be. Like I really want high level people to come in who are better than me in all those areas. And I want to be sitting in the conference room where they're all, uh, you know, they're not all looking at me when it comes time to talk about each topic. They're, we're looking at the expert in the room and I'm saying, what do you think? And so, all right, let's go. Um, so that's something that I'm going to work on. And I thought it was eye opening for all of us. 
And I know uh, leaving there, I'd say that's that's the thing where most people said that that's the biggest aha that they had. Um, and the last one that I took away is, um, you know, I was nervous going into it. And I don't know why it always happens like that, no matter who I meet or what I'm doing and stuff like that. But, um, and this is the reason why I brought Damon John to the event is I wanted everybody in that room to just see that he is just like everybody in there. I mean, he's got a story, he's got a, a past, he's got history. I mean, he started this company in the, like the late eighties, the eighties, nineties. And so I wanted everybody to see that he's a normal guy, just like them, um, and that they could be there too, and probably could have the opportunity to get there faster now than he did building his company. Um, and that was the biggest aha that I think I had is every time I meet these folks, um, they're, they're normal human beings, and if they can do it, we can do it. So... It just gives me the, uh, it, it puts me in the right mindset to go out and continue on my mission and just know that I could be there and I could be there pretty quick actually. In the next couple of years, I could get to that same place potentially if I wanted to and I put the time in and I really kind of focused on that stuff and implemented the things that we learned over those four days. So uh, everybody out there that's doing what you want to do is just a normal person. If they can do it, you can do it. And I promise you that everything that I'm doing, you can do. And everything that Damon's doing, I can do. Like it's, it's possible for us. It's right out there. And if we live in our passion zone, um, we really like hire other people that are high level folks that can be better than us. And we're okay with that. And it's not about control. Um, I, I, we can all be there. So Hopefully you take something from the show. I know it was kind of short um, and uh, some takeaways. And I'm, uh, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that uh, Damon will come on the podcast himself and he can tell you some of these things himself in an interview that him and I do together. So uh, I'm excited for that. I really, um, this was really an amazing, amazing event. Uh, and I, I'm so thankful that we had our, uh, 12 companies. I, I launched this for 12 companies and we, uh, we have 12 in our group for this year and we're going down this road together. This was uh, about a month into our uh, mastermind group. Amazing event, life-changing event for all of us. And I can't wait to work together over the next you know, 10 or 11 months uh, with them to see where they can get to and start implementing all this stuff and help them and guide them along the way. Uh, this was eye-opening for me. I got a huge, I got a lot of stuff from it. And uh, I didn't realize how emotionally taxing it was until I was on the airplane flying to Fort Worth and I was watching a movie and there was a part in this movie about the family that lost a little boy and uh, I lost it. Like I just got so emotional on the plane thinking about James and, and what it would be like to be in their shoes and oh, it's just uh, crushed me. I was sitting there on the window seat um, just bawling my eyes out. I, the people next to me probably thought I was crazy. So... Um, it was a very emotionally taxing week, but very, very powerful and, and eye-opening for me and everybody that was there. So I'm really excited about the future for those. Uh, we have 16, 16 people in the group, four people have business partners, uh, 12 companies, and I'm really excited to see where they go. So if you're interested in this group, uh, I would say your first step is to, is to join us in Altitude um, to really understand kind of what we do if you're there. Um, 
And if not, come to Flip Hacking Live, check us out, spend some time with us. But you can go to sevenfigurealtitude.com, fill out an application and, and see what uh, the right fit is. And if you want to talk about eight figure, then um, my team and myself will talk to you about that and see if that's the right fit for you. Obviously, we'll be closed for a year. I'm going to take these folks on a journey. And this was just the start of it. Uh, we, this is a hero's journey concept going through this event. And this is the very start. They're in this uh, supernatural world. They're trying to going through trials and tribulations, leaving there. And the goal is to kill off that old identity and step into their new one and come out with mastery in a year. So uh, I can't wait to be their guide on that journey and their mentor and uh, help them find the elixir and come out the other side back into the ordinary world and bring back that, bring, come back with mastery and be able to share it with all of you. So uh, Flip Hacking Live this year is going to be amazing. I cannot wait uh, to see the transformation for some of these uh, members and hopefully give out some eight-figure awards, some people that made $10 million in a year. So I think we have a couple of people that are, um, that are working towards that. And I think they'll hit it. I'm really, really excited about it. So, um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoy doing this. This is, um, has become like absolutely my life's work and I love it. And I'm incredibly passionate about it, which going back to that first takeaway is why I think, um, there, I don't know that there's an emerging technology here, but I'm incredibly passionate about helping other people right now and figuring out how they can be more successful than me. So, uh, that's my goal for, for my eight-figure members. That's my goal for you. That's my goal for everybody that comes to Flip Hacking Live and everything that we do. Um, listens to the podcast, comes to the RIA, comes to Multifamily Live, uh, Flip Hacking Live, all the stuff that we do uh, throughout the year is just to make other people better and figure out how to unlock the potential that's inside of you. And uh, you can find freedom in whatever way that looks like for you. So uh, if you're interested in working with us, learning more, go to sevenfigurealtitude.com, uh, fill out an application. It doesn't matter if you've never done a deal or you're doing $5 million a year. Uh, fill out that form. That's your first start, first step, and come hang out with us and uh, have a conversation with us. We'll, we'll talk you through it. We'll see um, what's best for you and what we have for you. It could be listen, continue listening to the podcast. could be get, get my book. Uh, jump on the YouTube channel. It could be all the free stuff that we have, or um, it could be jumping into one of the mastermind groups. So i uh, love to hear from you. Cannot wait. I, um, I had such an amazing time and I can't wait to, uh, I'm going to bring some of the eight figure entrepreneurs on the podcast coming up over the, the next week or two and, and really ask them, get their feedback. What did they learn? What were some of their takeaways from the event so that it, we can have that trickle down effect for you guys? Um, so I know, uh, if you all could have been there, you probably would have been there, but, um, this is the next best thing. So uh, I hope that we can share some uh, wisdom with you guys, some of the things that came out of the event that will help you with your business, your life, your family, uh, your friends, all that stuff, become a better husband, father, uh, mother, um, wife, all of these things, business owner. So uh, go to sevenfigurealtitude.com, fill out an application. We would love to talk with you and learn more about you and how we might be able to work with you and you might be able to work with us. So I'll see you guys on the next show. Bye.